Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make your move, your hips, what's up and gin girl. Make you bounce, your tits like it's a jig girl. Like boom. Hey girls, welcome back to It Girls Podcast. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. What's up? How are we all? Happy birthday to you last week, Lindsay. Thanks, Queen. Do you feel any older? I know I look it. <laughs> but you don't, and that's what we're going to be talking about this week. But first of all, we want to remind you all, sign up for our Patreon. If one episode of It Girls is not enough for you, okay? I know I'm a patron of people, and it's because... I eat up their content so quickly and then I'm just dying for more, especially when it's your favorite pod, you know, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Patreon's a great way to do that. We have over 120 episodes on there. There is the, like, and when you, this is a, you know, a common question, FAQ is, when I sign up, do I only get like this month? No, no, no. When you sign up, you get the entire back catalog. Okay. So you're going to get over 120 episodes. You're going to get like, when I started going out with Evan, when I was breaking up with my ex, like so much shit is on there. And then like our newer content is just really focused at like being extra and juicy and like sex birds, great guests. We've got like Q and A's, we've got burner episodes, you get access to discord, you get monthly live streams, you know, it's really kind of grown into its own little like world over there. Um, People are making friends. I think that's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. People are making friends. People are having the chats on Discord. um, And it's just fucking deadly. We also have our Triple X Gals tier, which is €8 a month, and you get an extra episode, and you get bigger merch discounts. There's just so much shit on there. So if you're interested, it's a fiver a month. This is going to be a long old month, 31 days, hunts. March always drags in. You get a lot of bang for your book, don't (laughs) you? You do. You do. You get bang for your bleeding book. Uh, You know, less than the price of a fucking coffee. The one thing we're able to buy at the moment. I know, and they are expensive. I know. I am throwing straight cash down for coffees. I'm like, do you coffees, please? They're like 25 euros. I know. It's so fucking expensive. So, you know, put a little bit, put a fiver towards x and you'll get way more enrichment out of your it's life. It's a form of self-care. I mean, <laughs> I have been, like, since some of the conversations with this experts, I've been orgasming. Let's just say. <laughs> so yeah, we, we want to give you tips over there. Also, we have um, a little merch discount. This is the last day that you can access with this discount for It Gal's birthday. We are four. Four years old. We're like going into junior infants. Yeah. <laughs> We're no longer so, an infant, actually. B-Day 15 is the discount code. You can get our Still Sexy merch, which we have been rocking all over Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, well, within over 5km, I have the hoodie. Came mm-hmm. so quick as well which is super sexy and the tote bags are unreal. They fit like your whole life in there. They're yeah. super like durable. And then we have like the wet and woke hoodie, which is iconic and so sexy. Yeah. So fucking cool and sexy and unisex. So pick up some iconic Ickals merch. We're the only ones really killing the merch game, I will say at the moment. Um, yeah, we are. Our merch looks like fucking, anytime I wear it, I get asked where it's from. Literally. Like it's mine. 
And like lads do be loving it by the way, girlies. <laughs> they do. Instead of like, we can maybe start a new trend. Instead of like boyfriend sweaters, it's like girlfriend sweaters. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Buy it in an XL. But they don't fella. have shit written on them. You know when you go on ASOS and it says mm. something like, this girl loves to nap. <laughs> don't talk to me before my coffee. I know. Or like, boy bye. <laughs> All these like rejecting lads via their fucking clothing. We're like, when woke, still sexy. Come on, lads. Come I mean, on. Now, I haven't I'm yet to see a guy rocking the still sexy. That would be kind of funny. Like, it's like, I always ask Ev because he's always liked our merch. Uh, and he has the wet and woke. And movie. it looks good. It looks good. He hasn't worn it in a while. Actually, must come to pull it out. I was like, what about the still sexy one? He's like, I'm not really going to be wearing, going around wearing something that says sexy on it. I was like, actually fair point <laughs> fair point we'll leave it to the girdle but uh yeah go check it out last day um and then it's back to full price so go check it out uh this week we're gonna have a little talk about faves of the month just kind of like a little chit chat catch up guys because uh, i know we've had some kind of more structured podcast in the last while and we just want to sit back and have a chit chat have a talk about you um because Kick i feel back. like fucking january and february for me like like molded into one giant month they do that all the time and i felt like i was literally chasing my tail for the whole two months i felt like i was like (laughs) like i felt like so not like usually at the start of the year i feel like so like i just feel way better like making a plan and kind of knowing what's going to happen and like being like kind of focused january and february i felt like i was just like a fucking whirlwind or something i was just like i feel like i'm nothing planned mm. everything's like slipping through my fingers like i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow like just horrendous what did you feel i always feel like it's one month they sound mm. very similar january february so i kind of see it as one month <laughs> <laughs> and then like my birthday month is march so I'm yeah just like, you're kind of waiting yeah but um yeah i just i'm looking i'm loving the sun i'm loving that it's getting a bit more bright and i'm mm. very ready for march yeah. I'm so happy. I have been so, like not been so happy for a month in a long time. I know. And it's not even that it's my birthday month. It's just like, oh, I'm, I feel like we're kind of getting into. Th- yeah. Well, March is when you kind of feel like, okay, we're starting to get into the year now. You know, the yeah. way you're like chipping away. And it's kind of like the first month where you're like, okay, every month it gets a bit better now. Yeah. You know, the way you're like, oh, then it's April, then it's May, then it's summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a bit more exciting. You know, yeah. That way instead of like. And it's hard living in like you know a country with such intense weather like such cold long winters yeah. so hasn't I think, been too bad this year in fairness i don't know i fucking hate winter it's like it's always bad for me but like seeing this like little bit of sunshine coming in has just been so nice oh god yeah and the longer days beautiful beautiful times. but we wanted to do a kind of episode on, on like self-preservation how we're kind of keeping ourselves entertained beautiful what we're doing yeah, what just, we're what we're up to in our bedrooms, in our bathrooms, in our bedrooms. Oh, honey, oh, no, not much. Since <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so, I put the TV up in the room, me and Lindsay were talking the other day. I put a TV up in my bedroom. Oh, you're talking about that uh, episode of Sex and the City, or is it the movie? movie. It's second the second movie. movie. Penelope Cruz was in that. How random! That's so random. And she was like, "Bedroom and big Mr. Big puts a TV in the." Uh, in the or like there like, for Valentine's oh, Day or something. That's the killing of the romance. We picked up so much shit from that fucking Carrie Bradshaw bitch. Toxic shit. That doesn't isn't even real. Like, I know. Like just complete and utter nonsense. She was like, because <laughs> apparently they were away at the wedding and they watched that old time movie and they enjoyed it. And then Big was like, "I'll get. We can do that again." Oh yeah. And she was like, 
that was in the hotel. I remember she was like wandering around her grand apartment with this like long kind of um, strapless dress and holding it up at the breast. She's always <laughs> up her, around yeah. the decollete. She's always like holding up her towel by the breast as well. It's like, just tuck it in like everyone else. Yeah. I Honestly, know. like it's really not that hard. What I do, I wear my towel like a man. Like I, because it, it doesn't clip there. Like, I don't know if it's because the tits get in the way, but like I wear it like around my waist and just let the tatas out. When I'm, I'm a robe girl. Oh, are you? Yeah, Evan and I both have like bath robes. Oh, interesting. Mm, yeah, that would be my preference. <laughs> we different robes for different foes. I know. We like <laughs> rob one every time we go somewhere. <laughs> Do, you? Yeah. Do you have a, a wardrobe of robes? We actually do. We've like three each. <laughs> no way. Well, just like because you have to the wear white two. ones. Yeah, we've got like yeah, we've got one from. So you're straight out of the shower into the into a robe. Mm-hmm. Okay, the towel robe. Yeah, no, I you get know, what you like, mean. Like the hotelier ta- ones. The hotel ones. Some of them are like towel on the inside, and then like party on the outside. Party <laughs> velour on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like you know that like beach towel like yeah, soft yeah, yeah. on the outside oh you know, yeah the, yeah the, the, towel the bit of fluff partying <laughs> Do you know what wrecks my head about? Like, I love a robe, but they take up so much space. It's like a fucking puffer jacket. They take yeah. up so much space in the wardrobe. Yeah, we don't have them on the war- in the wardrobe. Oh, you have them hung Back over at the door. The- okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got hooks on the inside of the door and the outside, so it's like inside for when you're in the shower and then outside to dry it out. Oh, you know what I mean. I love that organization. Usually, I smack Evan around the head when he just like leaves his <laughs> flung on the fucking floor. What is it with why the do they fling do that? I don't know. They just it's like everywhere. I was actually talking to someone recently who um was like, Oh my god, my boyfriend does remember I was telling you that when we had that pull up bar in our bedroom and everyone oh, was just like yeah. str- like that's where he was putting the robes as well. I was like <laughs> and it's like a whole foot from where the hook is. I'm like, Why? Why? She was like, Oh, my boyfriend does that too. Um and I was like, Okay, I've actually dismantled the pull up bar and I've hidden it under the bed and he hasn't seemed to notice. Oh great. But like now it's just like piles of clothes. Like so the other day we had that we always have this fight. Uh on our washing basket, riveting content, but on our washing basket, like he just piles all of his clothes on top of it. And I'm like... The fresh clothes? I don't... A mix. Okay. Some fresh, some dirty, who knows? Like, that means I get to sniff the armpits. <laughs> and then it's like, I'll like open the basket to put my clothes in the fucking washing basket. And he's like, why are all my clothes on the floor? And I'm like, why are they on top of the thing? Like, if you just put them in the basket, mm. then they don't... He's like, just be careful of my clothes pile when putting your dirty clothes in. I'm like, just don't have them on top of the Oh my God. <laughs> I, I swear to fucking And do you feel like you're noticing these things way more than in normal life? Well, my normal life always was this. Oh, yeah, true. It is normal you life know? now. So, um, See, I kind of get a bit, like, influenced by the lads. Like, my lad just... Throw, he just... Like, it's great. Like, he will take his jeans off at the end of the day. You know, when you're, like, getting cozy? He'll take his jeans off, like, in the living room. <laughs> so there'll be, like, three pairs of jeans just, like, oh on the spare, like chair that we don't use <laughs> and I kind of just copy really? I, and then I'm like then I'm getting like rattled I'm like oh my god this everything's so disorganized and then I'm like actually no you got to be influenced by me yeah not taking off my because I'm like oh that looks kind of fun it's like that episode of Friends remember when Rachel went in to move in with Joey and oh, she was like oh yeah. shit I, I dropped pasta on the floor and then he's like it's fine throw pasta on the floor <laughs> <laughs> so I need to like 
kind of take play, take the reins and be like the feminine one who's like, no, this goes there. I did yeah. it with the keys. I got a little like trinket thing because like every time we'd be leaving, he's like, well, my keys, my keys, my keys. I'm like, why isn't it in the trinket box that yeah, I told you? Good luck with the trinket box. I did the same for mine. Now my trinket box is overflowing with shite. Oh, really? This is the thing. Men don't know how to just like keep things like... Everything has a place. Minimal. They don't know how to like have a, a key tray that you just put your keys in. Maybe your wallet. That's it. Yeah. No, no, no. Now I've got like SD card readers, weird like twirly kind of cables. Must I'm always like camera shit. And then also because the two of us are self-employed, it's like receipt heaven. There's just like receipts everywhere all the time. And I'm not allowed to touch any of them or throw any of them oh, out. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I like that. I like that was our, uh, that's exactly like our fucking key tray at the moment is like, I mean, I'm going to say like six inches high, full of shit. Just like, and my keys aren't even in it because there's no space for them because there's also like six sets of keys for his fucking studio. I'm oh like, my God. <laughs> but that's what men are like. I swear to God, they're all the same. Because like when I was living here, um, it was just so handy. Like everything had its place. I knew where everything was. Mm. And I just, you function so fucking well when you're like, that's my keys, that's my coat, da 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 da. It's also you've moved into his space though. So yeah. That's the weird thing. Yes. You but know? it's fine. He's like, I mean, I'm moving to friends, Grant. Oh, no, I know. I just yeah. mean that it's different when you're like moving in because, like, he will have his like the jeans thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's certain things you're never going to be able to beat out of him. Like, Evan every totally. night takes his socks off and like throws them in the middle of the ground. There's no, yeah, no, there's certain things that I have to, do, you actually have to more so learn as like, oh, okay, I'm going to be picking up jeans forever. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be picking up a ball of socks every night. Sometimes yeah. Elle, good honor, will take them into her bed for a little nuzzle. Oh, really? <laughs> she loves a smelly sock moment. <laughs> <laughs> if Ev like throws a sock She's like mm, Picks them up And like Brings them into her bed Oh my <laughs> gosh Dogs are gas I'm fucking so funny But speaking of right, A messy gap Okay So yesterday I did like a spring clean Very on brand for spring Because you it. know When you're just like Sitting in your apartment And you're like Oh god it's so messy Like Yes You're just like Oh how did this happen And then you're like Thinking when was the last time I mopped Like we have the little Robovac thing Which mm. is fucking brilliant But like I, you still have to take out the Hoover once. I'd say only once every two weeks. For like oh, really? Full fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah Getting yeah. all the corners, the cobwebs. Yeah. And it was just one of those things that, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, my God, I have to do, like, a full clean. I, like, cleaned my house fucking top. Like, it took me, like, four and a half hours. What were you doing? What were you doing? Oh, uh, well, I'm, I've am i started a new project. Oh. I'm doing up our balcony. Oh. I'm going to make it a chic area um, because... I mean, at first, like, Evan, we didn't know if we were going to be still in that apartment, like, in this summer, but, like, we definitely are now. Um, but, so I'm, like, I want, like, because at the moment, like, my roommate kind of, like, he smokes, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and he smokes outside, so that's fine. No smoke shaming um, here. No smoke shaming. But, like, he smokes, so he kind of just uses that for the cigarette thing. So then, like, me and Evan never really go out there, and it just gets in bits, kind of. Yeah. And then I was walking into my car- apartment complex the other day, and I could see our balcony, and I was, like, Oh, everyone else's balcony is so nice. Mine looks in bits, you know. And you're like, oh, I don't have like the knackery apartment. That's in my so block. Malahide. I remember living in the marina, and like they, it's like a kind of status thing to oh, have like for the sure. fabulous, a beautiful hanging basket. Yeah. Like it's also because a lot of the people I think are like in my pot block, and I'd say in the marina too. They've all downsized, so they used yeah. to have a garden. So like now yeah. we're able to, you know. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing it up. Um, so I like. Fully fucking cleaned all the windows there. I hoovered the balcony. I like who like it was. There was so much shit out there. I was like, oh my god, this is actually insane. Um, 
took me so long, but the reason I'm telling you this story is because what kept me um, entertained is a podcast I want to discuss and recommend to everyone. You'll even love it, okay? It is like so fucking good. Shout out to my friend Eamon, who definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, but this, this might get back to him somehow. He always puts me onto the best fucking podcast. So it's called The Apology Line, okay? <clears throat> and it's... Uh, it's a podcast about um, this guy called Alan, who in 1980 put up posters all over New York, making like an answering machine box for people to apologize onto. So people would just ring up and be like, I'm so sorry for doing this. I'm so sorry for doing that. But it gets dark like so fucking quickly. Like he's an artist. So he's like, <laughs> this is like an art project for him or he has this like fascination. And it's true, true story. This actually happened. Um, it's a, he's like an artist and he's like fascinated with like, I guess like the darker side of humanity. And he was kind of like, I feel like if I have a place for people to like, apologize maybe like someone could either hear it and know what they're saying or like it can kind of give someone a bit of relief over something bad that they've done but he never like knew that like the type of shit that people would be apologizing for he thought it was going to be like I'm sorry to my husband for being mean but it's people being like I'm sorry to all the people that I've mugged I'm Um. sorry to the person that I murdered it gets like so fucking crazy and it's like it's done so well it's done by this company called Wondery who I've listened to loads of their podcasts they're like a podcast company kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's done like very professionally, obviously. And it's actually like, um, without giving away too much, but the person who presents it was like very close to him in real life. So like- Very they, close to the artist. Yeah. So they lived <laughs> through it with him. Um, and like, it's just so, so incredible. Like it's uh, it's amazing. And th- they're only like 40 minutes long. There's like six episodes. Uh, 40 to a And did they do an one apology each No, episode? they kind of, ca- it's the, well, like, I mean, it went on for 10 years. Whoa. Or maybe 20. It went on for so long. Like, um, I think maybe it was like 15 years. So they, it's not really based, it's, 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 you just kind of have to listen to it. It's not really done on like one apology per episode. There's only six episodes, as I said, but uh, it kind of categorizes like how it started, just like how it went basically for the entire lifespan of the apology line and like how it influenced pop culture because like this was pretty big in America you know it was based in New York but anyone could call in um and it got like really well known but also like it kind of was the starting point for like uh there what were there were these things on the radio like apology line like ring up and tell us your darkest secrets like people started to like copy it he never really made any money from it like it was so fucking good though it's like such an incredible podcast wow. i was i listened to the entire thing while cleaning my house i love it when you find something like that yeah you're like oh thank god that's so cool because that's what podcasts are perfect for you know that way when you just have like your airpods in you can just be like mindlessly doing stuff like hoovering yeah, totally. And being entertained. Yeah. And being like, it's like company as well. Mm. Oh my God, it's so good though. You have to fucking listen to it. Okay. It's like, I'm going to write it down because I so always forget. fucking good. Things. Apology line. Um, it kind of reminds me, I remember when I found um, Post Secret. Back in like the MySpace days. Oh my, that is such a throwback. I know. Me and my friend Leanne were obsessed with that. It's, so it's the I. exact same. It's, it's. I'd say they probably got a huge amount of, um, is that still online? I want to see. I wonder, let's see. Post Secret was like um, a website and it would be updated like once a week from what I remember. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just these little postcards that people would make and send them into this website or whatever. And um it was kind of it's kind of same like uh 
revelations or something that mm-hmm. they found or like apologies or whatever. I said she dumped me, but really I dumped her body. I daydream oh. that my <laughs> ex will rescue me from my current relationship. Oh. Yeah, it's all these just kind of like little secrets that you have, like inner thoughts kind of. Um, and some of them were dark and some of them were really sad and some of them were just lovely. I believe I will accomplish something truly great in this oh lifetime. Oh my God, it's so like be 53 secret. tomorrow. That's so crazy. And I you never knew. You know when your brain completely like, like fucking goes off your, uh, like it has, my brain is completely deleted this from my memory and I used to like religiously, like back in the day when you would have certain websites yeah. to look at. I'd be like postsecret.com. I know, we <laughs> loved it. We loved it. I don't think we would have known each other back then. No, this is when I was like first year college. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, I mean, it kind of goes back to like, you know, a big part of that podcast is kind of saying like how not only like the, like, first of all, it's really interesting seeing like anonymity. Like we always talk about that, like the power that gives people of like what they will say mm-hmm. versus what they won't say if their name is attached to it. Um, and also like people, other people being fascinated and listening to like other people's deepest and darkest, like admissions you know yeah. like and it's like with our q a's you know it's like they're real stories that people are like sending in and like it gives you like a crazy perspective on life and it can make you feel better about yourself because you're like oh at least i didn't do that or at least that's not going on in my life or it can make you feel worse or it can, or it make, can make you feel like connected in the totally. sense of like you know i'm going through something similar i'm so glad that i don't feel alone mm-hmm. and like this is just my problem that this is like a normal kind of human thing that yeah you know, people are dealing with like exactly. this one from post secret dear friend i never told you but i was on my way home to swallow all of my medicine that day you saw me at the bus stop and gave me a hug Thank they're you. so romanticized it's hilarious but I like know. they're so and, cute and they were all like individual little like handmade postcards mm-hmm. that were um sent in to this this website it oh my was god so random how weird um, so i think every time you open the website you get because like i'm not getting the ones that you're getting they're so i think the algorithm is like completely randomized yeah um and one remember i saying i watched it and i looked at it in trinity like three postcards cards down the postcard is trinity college how weird and i don't like my life anymore time to rebuild it no way how and what weird. the postcard is from, trinity. from trinity college look it's like Trinity College. Oh my gosh. How crazy like is so that? weird. It's so, and they do, because they're so short and sweet, you really connect to them. And some mm. of them are funny, like I was saying, some of them are kind of, you know, sad. But some of them are people. just silly. Like, my secret guilty pleasure is sushi. I've been vegetarian since seventh grade. Yeah, so, like <laughs> silly little things. It's yeah. just like, and you connect to like people being raw and real. Mm. Um, so that's deadly that you find something that you have been able to divulge in I, I know, love that it's done now though I don't know if there's any more episodes but I mean like it was such an enjoyable mm-hmm. uh <laughs> enjoyable four and a half hours of cleaning that is the only reason I, I stuck to that usually yeah. like, I truly do get bored halfway through cleaning a lot of the oh, time yeah. I'm like like by the time I get to my bedroom I'm like fuck the bedroom but I did the whole thing the shake and vac and everything no way you know I was like fucking like a maid yesterday oh my goodness <laughs> except oh. for not looking <laughs> like a sexy maid like you know when you're wearing like your cleaning clothes yeah. and you're like sweating randomly oh my goodness <laughs> like I just it takes so long it's so surprising and you're like it's taking an hour especially with apartments oh. you constantly have to like rejig storage yeah. and stuff so yeah. like I mean I was like trying to put stuff away didn't have a place to put it I know you're constantly like Amazon storage boxes, <laughs> and then it's like, and then I have to have a load of storage boxes everywhere. <laughs> I know. What am I storing? Like, because I'm in the process, in the transition of moving, it's been like overwhelming in the sense of like, oh my god, why do I have so much stuff? Why don't I have a PA that I could just 
get to do that. Mm. Like I hate like the apartments and me and stuff is just I, I, I have so much stuff. I have so much stuff, especially with kids. Yeah. Because they're like grown out of clothes or they don't wear those. I don't like those clothes. That toy, I don't like all that kind of stuff. So I have so much fucking stuff. I have like from charity shopping to so many little drinkity biddly little thingies. And I'm just downsizing. I'm like, okay, I need to go into a new space and have what I fucking really, really like, what Mm -hmm. I really need, what I really wear, what I really use. And that's all. Like not having like random objects or random things or I might wear that or I no I do like I love that bottle of that serum I'll just keep you know this shit that you keep in your life or you're like oh I didn't I never use that cream it's probably out of date but it was 50 fucking five (laughs) euro so that's not going in the skip um but it is like definitely and especially now I'm guess I'm blessed it's hard in a way because Nothing's open. So like I really mm-hmm. needed like a chest of drawers and I was looking up online and stuff trying to get them delivered and they're all like four weeks for delivery time. Everything's so slow. And I was just like, I can't live out of, out of a suitcase or whatever. Yeah. Um. So when on adverse, adverse can be like hit and miss, but I actually did find a really nice chest of drawers and that was like life changing. Yeah. Because I have somewhere to put my shit and I'm just going to be really slow with getting stuff and mm-hmm. not, I think that's the blessing is that like if the shops were open, yeah, I could just go in and go back and hard and like getting so much shit like that, that, that. But I actually love spaces and homes that have been like slowly put together. Yeah, it's way nicer. Yeah, so I'm just gonna be slow and just like know that things take time and like making a home. Like I mean, I've been sick in my place for a while. If you are not a triple X gal, that's where I put the tea. Um, I'm moving. In the process of moving, like we're keeping, we're recording mine um, for the foreseeable, but like I'm not going to be living here because I just like, you know, when you get sick of a fucking place, Mm -hmm. it's so hard because it's like your whole surroundings. And Rilo had that fall. He like fell down the side of my, like down the stairs. And I just, it really like made me so anxious living here. And I just like, you know, I've never met my landlord, all these kind of little things, my fucking shit breaks and it takes ages to get it fixed. There was a leak, you know, when you're just like, I'm over this fucking place. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to like a new leaf, mm-hmm. a new place, a new space. But with that, I'm just trying to like rein in my like compulsive fucking buying, whether it's online, whether it's on like, because I mean, I especially with apartments, because I'm moving into another apartment space. Yeah. So, like, you just got to fucking chill. Yeah, you do. Like, there's no storage anywhere. And I have, like... And I'm just like, why do we have so much stuff? It's mad. Why do yeah. I have, like, 50 t-shirts? It's just years of just amalgamating it, you know, that way. And it's really only moving. Like, I've moved a few times, and that's how I've gotten rid of pretty much all my shit. Yeah. You know, that way. Like, I mean, when I moved when I was, like, 17, like, that was all my childhood shit gone. Yeah. I don't miss it. Like, there's one box in my mom and dad's attic of, like, I don't know what the fuck is up there. <laughs> you know, yeah. that way. But it's like, it's if you don't move, and like, I mean, because you went from your mom's, obviously, then to the apartment in Malahide, which got burnt down. Mm. And you had that other apartment, but like, that was never really like fully developed. And then you moved in here, like, what, like fucking 10 years ago or something? Yeah, about seven. Like, you know, it's seven years of shit. Of course. You're I know. Gonna, you're going to build up stuff, you know, that way. And I'm ready to leave this apartment because I think it's like I've had so much shit here. Mm-hmm. As in like, you know, me and Jimmy lived here for a while and then like we broke up and I changed it all. And then like, 
I just you need sometimes a fresh space I think I have a funny story for you about you moving <clears throat> someone the other day said to Evan they were like oh is Lindsay moving to and they said the area that you've moved to and uh and he was like yeah why she's like oh my god she's like because the other day I saw a guy walking around that area with this huge bird of paradise plant and I was like hmm. she goes the first person I thought of was Lindsay and then she goes and then 10 steps behind him I saw Lindsay <laughs> fucking gas my plants and I brought like oh my god one of my monsteras the one that was over there that crazy one yeah the really oh yeah the really wild oh my god getting that in the van yeah, they're cr- the plants are so hard to move. I remember so moving hard. them from my, from mine to Evans. I was like, Heep. I moved it in the van, put it in the van, fine, out of the van, in the lift, every in the gaff, got it in the gaff, snap. <laughs> 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 the fucking thing broke. I had no. to just fuck it in the bin. Yeah, I you know. Love, I'm actually like, there's two plants that I'm getting horny to throw out oh. of my apartment. <laughs> One of them is just like, you know, those plants that you're like. You just will not live. Yeah. They're, it's just like I'm doing everything I can. I haven't changed any of you your You just habits. don't like me. You, just you don't, don't like, like me. me. You don't like my apartment. Yeah. Maybe your lifespan is done. But like the annoying thing is both of them are like plants that Evan bought like before I lived there. So I'm just, he has a conspiracy in his head that he's like, he thinks that I'm purposely killing them because I don't like them. Is it the one with the plaited? Yes. That thing. It's like has one, like it just keeps dying. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to do with you. Um, which does freak me out because it is a money tree. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's called uh, a money tree. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like a Chinese money tree and it's like how well it blooms is meant for your fortune. So we'll oh see. God, you don't I'll be need- on the dole by the end of the year. <laughs> Maybe I should try a little bit harder with that one. Yeah. And this other fucking tree that I have like hidden behind a door, basically. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no, like, I just, I hate like, there's something so beautiful. Like I got a skip, and the feeling yeah. of throwing I love throwing shit, shit out in a skip is like it actually turns me on. Like I've thrown out so much fucking shit this year, especially. I love it because I remember like, coming into winter. Uh, I just me and Evan went through our wardrobes again because I was like, I've been here nearly a year. If I haven't worn it in that year, it's getting thrown out. Yeah, you know that way. I'm like, why would I just be like randomly holding onto random cloth? I, I love this cloth. <laughs> I like this cloth. It's cloth designer. Costs, cloth costs a lot. I just, and I, sometimes I was like, you always, you always do that thing where you're like, I'll go on Depop. I fucked it up. Yeah, or I always like, if it's say, if like a button is snapped off a dress or something, I'll be like, oh, I'll just get loads of cool quirky buttons and, <laughs> and make it a new dress. And quirky like, button girl. Yeah, as if I'm going to like go to a button shop. <laughs> and so. Hickeys. Like, I know the dress was expensive, but like it was, I remember like there's this dress that was expensive and like, I was just like trying, it has all buttons. I was like trying to open it. I was like, oh, for fun. I just ripped it off. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so oh ridiculous. But like, f- yeah, throwing shit in the fucking skip was like orgasmic. Yeah. Especially stuff that like, yeah, you just cling on to things that you kind of like tell yourself is meaningful or like, mm. oh, I'll want this one day. No, fuck it out. It's brill. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How has your relationship with beauty changed over the last year? Um, like beauty products, you know. Yeah, beauty not, and... Not being beautiful. <laughs> beauty and makeup. I... I yeah, I definitely feel like I've got it down. My beauty, like my skincare and my makeup, I I feel like what really has served me well over the years mm. is not switching up my makeup. Yeah. And I've done the same now for skincare. And, you know, obviously with not having anywhere to go and being in the gaff, I have noticed that I do wear makeup for me. Oh my God. And not for Girl anyone boss vibes. fucking else, right? <laughs> She's called herself Realize Woman Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Pop off sis. Yes, it's with for With that self-love queen. Yes, <laughs> thank you. And yes, I'm wearing makeup up for me. <laughs> for me only and thank you. Bow down, bitches. Swipe left. Thank you, next. <laughs> Boy, bye. Boy, bye. I'm this makeup, this look <laughs> is not for you. This beat. Is for me and other girls <laughs> and my grand possibly, <laughs> but yeah, like putting on my makeup it just like cheers me up. Yeah, you know. Now I don't have any on today, mm. and I ain't cheery. No. Well, know? it's like some days. Well, I stayed over at my mom's last night. Yeah, my yeah. makeup bags and the other guff. You know that kind of fucking transitional shit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and like same like skincare. I had a fucking sit last week oh jeez we never heard the end oh. of the thing it <laughs> was know. so small and he called it acne my <laughs> mom like fucking anytime I was it like I dread seeing my mom really because, yeah because she will talk about it oh my <laughs> so god annoying. like so she came over I had this sit and I was like not wanting to put makeup on it and I was yeah. just like keeping it letting it heal and um <laughs> my mom's like opens up the door and she's like Oh, you have a spot, do you? I'm like, hello to you too. Oh my God. <laughs> Every time. She's like, well, why? Where did you get it? I'm like, I bought it. Where, like, I mean, so I could, oh, it was just so, I think it was maskney. I don't know. I think it's just a pimple. Well, like, Masking is like when you'll get like a cluster. Oh, Lordy, I hate that you word. You know, like one yeah. little mask on, or one little pimple on your cheek. It's usually diet. You weren't drinking, so maybe it was like taking it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm. I say that's what it was. I know, I hate that. Because I've is been diet, I think. Is it? Because I've been super healthy, so I think it's like the toxins from my past non healthy life expelling via my yeah, fucking organ. Probably. Disgusting. But like, I just can't leave, is it? Like, I could feel it, and I was like, okay. And you know, when you're like, that's, that ain't ready. That ain't ready. But I was like, maybe it is. Fuck it. I was just like, Bruh. and I, like, like then I just have a wound Yeah and it goes all flaky I'm actually so fucking good At never touching them Really? Mm. I just make wounds Out of my face Like I'm just I like read, Fucking hacking away It's gross I, I read like this article A few years ago From this like French facialist And she was like 
the biggest lie sold to like the from like the most fascists is that like you should be doing extractions from your skin. She's like, never do any extraction from your skin. She like she told she tells like all of her um clients or she had like, all these celeb clients like really fucking hot bitches i can't even remember who the fuck they were it was ages since i read it but i think monica bellucci was on and she was like i tell them like if they go anywhere else for a facial like if they're in america just like flat out refuse fucking any extractions she's like it's literally like trauma on your skin she's like it should be all done by like acids and like steaming and really gentle to your face which mm. makes sense because i'm like Anytime like I, I ever pop a, sp- a spot, it just looks like so bad. But if I leave it and if it, because I find like if they, if they go a bit yellow, like in the shower, like it kind of pops by itself, you know, that way. And then like all this shit just kind of comes out of it and it heals it up easier. I just, I hate the like, but Evan is always at it. He, Sometimes I feel like, like, I don't know. I've read that before about like never pop a zip, but I don't believe it. Cause I've been, I've been like some, I just can't not. Yeah. Um, like Some they always heal like on me as well. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. oh my God, the other fucking week we went for a walk. Those damn Doc Martin platform bastards. Oh yeah, because you never just... fully kind of wore your. I have tried, Jenny. I've been walking the, around the, town. Too small. The left one is too small. Yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. like, but the five was grand. The six was way too big. Yeah, that was weird. I think I've different shaped, different size feet. Probably, I think most people do. But I'd say, yeah, they need to do half size in docks. In every. In every, every shoe, shoe I'm a half size Same Well like my docks always fit me in a five Got new ones These I got the replacement Oh yeah they're so I cute. bought these fucking docks the other week <laughs> And I thought I bought the right ones that I wanted And they came and they had the eyelets were like this brass And I just like the minute I opened the box I just heard Shoop 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 da lang lang It was like shoop, so shoop. indie looking Like I was like I look like I'm fully writing poems outside Grogan's Like oh I feel like I'm wearing like tweed blazers and a trilby and it's 2010 Lady And <laughs> lady and brogues Like I'm like swapping out the brogues for a new duck Martin Yeah <laughs> brogues with those little like communion socks Smoking cigarettes A roly Having a roly while drinking a pint Fingerless gloves <laughs> <laughs> but uh and then I, I finally got the right ones but yeah i was walking around oh yeah we were going for a walk yeah getting the, oh my god the steps the steps in so my fellas now like um health vibe and all that kind of stuff the worst thing i think that was brought into our lives and this is all of our lives is those step counter things on the phone apparently like it's a lot of bullshit i would well. say it defo is it's like uh, like just stop talking like fucking hell do like, i have to know of course moving is good but like you know when people are like I'm on this massive weight loss journey. I'm making sure to get 10,000 steps in a day. I'm like, okay, go for a run or like do some act, like walking slowly. I know. Like, is not re- I mean, unless you're like truly so out of shape, you know, that way, like you've never done any exercise. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that much. Um, but like, come on. Like, I know. So walking? he was like, let's go for a 20 minute walk. We were going somewhere. It was like, it was 20 minutes. That was a grand. It was 45. It was a 45 minute walk. I would have worn me runners, mm-hmm. but I wore my Doc Martens and I was like, <laughs> I'm actually so f- fucking sore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually dying. I can't walk anymore. You had to give me a jockey back through the canal. And <laughs> <laughs> I took off my shoe and oh my God. It does nothing worse it than was, Doc Martin burns. It was like, oh my God. It was like a blister. One of those blood blisters encapsulated the blood was encapsulated Ew. <laughs> and i was like what the fuck i had to get a taxi home <laughs> and then i was like oh my god that is so sick it was like a throbbing hard like it was puce <laughs> throbbing hard cock i fucked back. it i fucked my 
And I was like, oh my God. So it was like this blood encapsulated in this thin layer of skin. I was like, I need to fucking just hack away at this, yeah, please. And he was yeah, like, no, no, no. He was Googling. He was like, you can get infection. Please no, you do, do not. have to, blisters, you have to pop and let this sit the... Yeah, and yeah. I knew that, and I was like, otherwise yeah. it's way more sore. We had a fight about the goddamn blister because he was like, no, honestly, honestly, you could be like, look, read Google. I'm yeah, like, like WebMD always tells me I've got cancer, babe. Yeah, it like, tells me I can't do fucking anything. <laughs> this is like, I couldn't walk. I couldn't put on shoes. Like I was a size seven. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like three D. I was like, I'm an. I just need to like do this. It's yeah. I, I know it's gross, but I just gotta. No, yeah, a little- like. And he was like, no, no, no. And I was like running away and like, oh my God. And he was like, no, but look at this article. I was like, fuck that fucking article. I have an encapsulated socket of blood. (laughs) And of course I fucking did it. And it's grand. Yeah. No, you have to, with blisters, you have to take the, the liquid out of them. Cause that that's not, and then you put a blister plaster on and you're like all good to go. You're like bish, bash, bosh. Um, my, so I, well, burn. what I did, which was sick, I fucking so I got all the blood out. So it was this kind of little flap. Yeah. Put on the like those plasters are fucking rip off, by the way. Paid in the pun. Seven euro for three. Yeah, the but they ones. work. They work. They don't. I fucking what? put the thing on, and it just and uh, in the shower the next day, like I was to take it off, or like it was kind of half peeling off. So I took it off, and it came all that flap of skin. Yeah, ripped. that's what they do. Oh, it's yeah, supposed they, to rip. Well, they like heal the skin with it. Okay. You have to leave them on as long as possible. Yeah. Um, but they do work. Um, but yeah, what were we talking about? Fucking beauty. <laughs> <laughs> My beautiful blister. My beautiful. Do you know what I wanted to ask you another question? Because um, I'd be the same as you with beauty. Like, I mean, I think everyone's the same this year with like you doing their makeup and shit though as well. Oh, yeah. It's like. Definitely this year. But I mean, I've been doing that for years. I think it's really. What? Doing your makeup? Efficient to just like have one look. Oh, I don't have right, to yeah. overthink my makeup. Like, say if I'm going to... I think everyone does that, right? Like, other than the Muas. I think Instagram brought in this, like, false reality that everyone's, like, doing different looks every yeah, day. Like, I, think I, that, think... I think people tried it on for size because it looked fun. Like, I mean, I, I see... Think just for Instagram. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it was real life. You never see, like... Instagram is I've never, life. like, worked anywhere and someone's, like, coming in with new looks every day. Imagine, like, green smoky, pink fluorescent, yeah, graphic touch. liner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to uh, do maybe uh, reflective on Glossier. I really think they've lost the plot. I think they've very much gone out of the... Okay. I just, I don't see them as relevant anymore. Talk to me. I just don't see them as relevant anymore. I don't see them popping up. I don't see them, like, yeah. really bringing out any products that are in any way exciting anymore. They used to. Like, their products used to be, like, Ooh, a new product that was like, like oh. I didn't think of that before. Yeah, and like the, it was always like a quite a good realized kind of idea. Now it's like with Glossier, I'm like I I never go on their website anymore. I actually bought from them last night. Did you? Because I, I missed so long. I lost like oh your lipsticks. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and usually when I go on their website, I just know exactly what I'm buying. I'm just like that, that, and that. Yeah, I'm not kind of experimenting like, with different yeah, shit. For me, it's like they peaked at their blushes. And that's about it. Okay. That's like okay. they're probably their, but I think it's like their most, that product is like their most, uh, like, it's the one product that I'm like, you can't really buy that anywhere else. You yeah. That way their lipsticks are good too, just the cake one, but the packaging's just so bad. It is, yeah. I can't get over the packaging. I'm like, this is 20 euro and you can't make a bullet that stays shut without cracking. I know. Like, what? And also, I very much find boy brow is so overrated. Boy brow is shit. It just, and all it did was rip off, like, uh, Gimme Brow from Benefit And everyone's but like The first one I'm like it's not the first one And, and Gimme Brow has like A way better applicator It like <laughs> Takes off the excess Whenever yeah. I get Boy Brow It's like a big blob 
And there's barely any product. Like I, I never really ever go through product. Like I rarely do. Mm. Like will take me ages. Yeah, I love yeah, my makeup yeah. for ages. But boy brow, I was like, oh, that's gone. Boy bye. <laughs> boy bye. More like. <laughs> yeah, like boy brow is, and it's not a good brow gel. No, it really like doesn't make it, a difference. It cakes up your brows a lot. I feel. Um, I just use the um, Except I will say now The Benefit um, The gel mm. I've got like three of them And same with the packaging It always cracks at the top And then it dries out It's so annoying Really that's never happened to me That's happened to me The full size that. one Yeah Really Wrecks my I, The old one I remember I love the gel Yeah the gel is so good The old one I, I remember It used to like seal Oh <laughs> yeah yeah I think they've fixed that And that's never happened to me that, But yeah it probably does um, I hate when packaging just fails It's like guys come on get Especially together. when you're buying like a, that. It's like a bit expensive yeah. You're like I can't be arsed Like if it was Rimmel or whatever You're like popping in And just buying it again But like Yeah You know Yeah But I don't know Yeah Glossier um, For me I think they peaked visually When they did their whole like Body hero thing And they had like the big um, Billboard with Paloma Paloma like you know and her gorgeous bod and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think I think it was like the everyone loved the like unattainability of it. like when it they first came, we couldn't access it, and like you were seeing it on the Instagram, yeah. and like that drives people crazy. And now it's just really accessible, and I think like their stores were a bit silly. I don't think they needed to go down that route. I think like their stores were cool for like a pure. I think they should have just had one. Yeah, the I think the New York one, the New York one, and the one in California is pretty cool as well. Like they're very cool because, like, I guess they're kind of going towards that concept store kind of thing. But they they didn't do it fully. It's like either do a concept store or do like a proper retail store, you know. Mm. So like I don't know if you know the brand Gentle Monster. They do these really crazy concept stores in Korea. They're an eyewear brand, but like their concept stores have like no eyewear in them. It's just like a, an art installation, the whole okay. thing. But it's like. There, that's you know it's used as like a marketing ploy you go there you learn about the brand basically and I think Glossier tried to do that they tried to do half and half but like when I went to the Glossier New York store I'm just like it's a bit sad oh really Why? well it's just like you don't really have that many products yeah you don't need a store you're close you're you're well they shouldn't have had a store because the whole thing about them is that they're like the new internet brand so just be an internet brand yeah um but their store was like i mean it's a cool store and like the building is really nice and it's it's uh the design and everything is brilliant but like the actual part of the makeup like their packaging is so cheap that like it really looks it in the store i feel like when mm. when they're all like if you think of any other makeup store like um or like a counter like those luxury brands because they are luxury prices mm-hmm. their prices you know um like they their stuff looks really strong in store mm. and like they kind of like the just where the counter how the counter set up like if you're thinking of like Tom Ford I know that's not that those prices but even Mac right that have very similar packaging really minimal like it looks kind of cool and chic and like mm. they know how to fit out a store and even though all their packaging looks the same it, it looks kind of strong but theirs just look like I don't know it doesn't really ro- yeah it was just like here's five foundations that's all our foundation. Yeah, and here's six lipsticks. That's all of them. Yeah, it is it's true. Just, it, it, they didn't need a store. I don't think we needed yeah. to see because on the website, you know, it's like it's a perfect website mm-hmm. shopping experience mm-hmm. because there's not as many like it's colors nice. and shades it's and a like whatever capsule collection. You yeah, know? but like in there, it's like. But I guess when you see it all bare, <laughs> yeah, when it's all laid out in, in such a fancy store as well, it's mm. kind of like. Okay, well, it's like frilly knickers. You know, it's just like, oh, look at our beautiful store, and then it's like you go to the makeup, and it's like. Oh, one perfume. 
One perfume, yeah. Five foundations that are like when you're putting them on your hand, you're like, what? It's water. It's water and it's 18 euro. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I feel like it kind of, um, Glossier is a good brand for like in your makeup bag, but in a store environment, yeah. it just looked a bit, it kind of fell flat a bit. Now their store is super cool. And that's why I think they shouldn't have done the stores. I think it was like, yeah. like you know, would we have bought Glossier if it had a little stand and boots as much as we do, you know, the At way? that price, probably not because yeah. of so many brands who like do that whole pair back uh, look now in boots, especially mm-hmm. that like are selling lipsticks for like six euro. Yeah, you know, that and way. like that's the kind of it's the kind of idea of like going on. Like usually you go on Instagram, you see something glossy, and you're like, oh shit, I actually do mm. want something from there. Um, I have been really backing it up with the Aztec clay mask. Oh really? I have a huge tub of that, and I barely ever use it. But my skin is just—I only use that in summer. Okay. My skin is just so dry. It yeah. just like sucks every bit of moisture out of my skin. See, I find it just so good. I need to get into like a routine of doing it before my period. Gross. But like, not the period or gross. Blah, blah, blah. But like, I just, that's when I will break out. Mm. So I think like having that mask, that mask, if I have anything that need like toxins or whatever. Yeah. It just pulls it all out and like, it's just alleviates that fucking acne situation. I do it on my, my nose cheek. a good bit. Oh, really? Sometimes I'll just do it on my nose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would not like always put it all over my face. No. Because it's tight. Yeah. And drying and you have to mix it with apple cider vinegar and it's like. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I do find like that's just so beneficial. Like you buy a massive big tub of it on Amazon. So cheap. Mm-hmm. So, like there's nothing in it. It's like bentonite clay, isn't it? Benzonite or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's so good. So, um, but also... Walida skin food is my oh, new yeah. fave thing. I see Adam going on about this. Yes. And he has, he mentioned as well in his question box thing that he did yesterday. He was like, I think that like loads of celebrities use it. But Do they? they? Don't. I've like, never heard of it. I always see it. You know, when like, um, like some makeup artists that I'd follow and like if they're like a celebrity makeup artist, you'd always see it on the Yeah, it's always counter. in their bag or like they always prep prep skin with it. Yeah. Yeah. So um In my mind, Walid is like a hair brand. I don't know why I thought it was a hair brand. I think it's like a health brand. Like it's oh. you get it in like Holland and Barrett and oh, those kind of shops. Okay. Which I love that they're open. Since we have no like chance to shop, you know, I've I've definitely got back into like my health. Mm. Because the little health shops are open, and I fucking love a health shop. Oh, I fucking I go crazy in a health shop. I love. I'll that drop bank in a oh, health same. shop. Oh, same. I'm like getting random shit. What do you like to get? Um, I I don't know. I'll just buy anything. I like got a Dr. Bronner's moment. Yeah. Um, I'll buy like eight natural deodorants. Oh yeah. I'll buy um. Yeah, just random shit. Anything that I see that I've never seen before, I'm like, I'll buy it. I have one. It's Salt of Earth. That's my Mm, deodorant I'm using right now. Beautiful. Mm. Pink little packaging. Spray on. Is it the one you wet? Oh, no, the spray on one. Yeah, Yeah, it's a spray on one. It's a beautiful scent. I have Mm. two cherry and like fucking cherry blossom or something. Oh, very nice. I adore. Um, Do you use the the skin food, the light one or the normal? I use the normal one one for nighttime. Nighttime moment. Okay, cool. Um, Buy one, get one half price at the moment at Holland and Mark. They're actually not that expensive. No, but. And it's really rich and luxurious. Mm. And I like it a lot. Um, And it used to be in that really annoying tinny kind of. Oh, really? They've repackaged. So it's like plasticky packaged. Because you know that kind of like, like when you're getting to the end of it and it's that kind of tinny. Material to know what it would be called, but like it's like aluminium, also almost like squeezy, yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's sore, it hurts my little fingers. Well, you can get a really cool device for them, you can get this, like, like, oh, it's like it clamps yeah. onto them and it takes it all out. Because I, my, the, my toothpaste that I use is like 
that as well. And mm. me and Evan have had like one of our iconic fights was like me being like, when you squeeze the toothpaste, can you squeeze from the bottom and not from the middle? He was like, you have to be joking. I was like, no, seriously, because like when you squeeze from the middle, then all this product gets locked down the bottom. Like, I don't get how just squeeze from the I bottom. Know. It's like that, that, and then you just you roll up the thing and then. I, I know oh, is and it's like I know it sounds anal but I'm just actually shocked that you wouldn't just do that naturally because it's so common sense I know I was like <clears throat> your squeezing technique we need, yeah. to, we need to talk about your squeezing it's technique like, and not my tits um yeah I, like I mean the kids do it with toothpaste all the time right in the middle and they just will like and squeeze it all over and it's all over the sink and uh, they don't like even like I remember being like guys can you spit where the like drain is mm-hmm. like, instead of like all of the so- oh <laughs> dear god um i think my favorite makeup product of two of the last year um here's the official tea on our favorite products mine is uh hollywood flawless filter by charlotte tilbury i truly think there is no other product like it now i will say samantha ravendal has launched her own beauty brand mm. we love her samantha if you don't know her she's like a big beauty blogger um and I would always trust what she would put out, definitely, because yeah. I'm like, she, she hasn't put anything out. She's never, and she's she only like, did like a Mac. She did collab. a Mac lipstick collab, but they a load of them yeah. did yeah. it at the same time. But her um her new brand is called like Auric. Now I know Carla K Artistry bought this, and it's like a face base. It looks very similar to the flawless filter, Hollywood flawless filter glow thing. Has some really long obnoxious names like Hollywood flawless filter for a supermodel glow. <laughs> um, I've not used that So people, talk me through the people, product See this is the thing People always ask what it is And it's really hard to actually Kind of put your finger On what it is as a product Because it's like Not a highlighter I think on their website They call it like a glow booster So it's kind of like a base But it has a tiny bit of coverage But like it would depend On your skin type Like my skin is so dry I can use it like all over my face mm. But you're, since you're maybe a little bit more oily, you maybe just put it on like the points where you want a bit of extra glow. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. It's really nice mixed with like, I mix it with the tinted moisturizer all the time because I find the NARS one's nice, but it's not glowy enough for me. Um, And it's just, I've had it for like a year and a bit. It's probably close to going off and I use it every fucking day. Really? And it's so fucking good. It's I use shade four. I always get fucking asked that as well. Um, But it's just such a, it's a very like versatile product mm. like because you can use it as like i sometimes use it just on its own you can use it like as a highlighter as well you can use it as uh like to mix in to add glow it just you can you use it every single day you can use it for like really glam looks and you can use it you could even use it on like your shoulder blades and all that kind of stuff mm. now auric that her samantha ravendahl's product she has one and it's like a big bottle as well and carla's tried it and i, I can't remember she did a review but can't remember her. <laughs> you can't remember her. I can't remember said. what she said. I can't. I think like she said it was okay, and she tried it another day. I don't know if she's given a definitive on it. Um, but she wasn't like, yeah, I don't know. But it. she has like such a high standard. I'm sure I'd love it. Like I'd be like, yes, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, love yeah. it. Um, that and then the freckle tint by Lottie, two best products. Really, I feel yeah. the little freck mm, maker. Yeah, not freck, Lottie, better. Yeah, half the price. Yeah, Why would you pay I have 18 euro for a fucking freckle tint? Like, what are people thinking? Mm. That is like six quid. You can get it in pennies. It's so fucking good. Lottie's such a cute brand. So Lottie's cute. like such a cute brand. And it's like, that's the type of brand that I see like coming for the likes of like Glossier. Like if Glossier was in pennies mm-hmm. and beside Lottie, you'd be like, yeah, totally. Of course. I'll, it's like, it's obviously like a bit of a, not a rip off, but like inspired by that kind of like internet-y looking branding and yeah. like minimal, but like, 
you know, like the Glossier's whole thing is like, this is how we keep our pr- our prices down. And I'm like, but you're not really that cheap. Like, if we're like a teenager or whatever, someone getting into makeup, like you're not that cheap. And you're not, the weird thing is, is like they're so middle ground as in like, you know, say they're like face, uh, what's it called? Skin tint. Yeah. You're like, okay, it's like 18 euro, which is like. No, I think that's expensive. I think. 24 I, maybe? Yeah, I think it's about 24. Because so, like I've, I've used that before and I do like it. But anytime I go on the website, I'm like, oh, I just can't spend that fucking money on especially it. Especially on something with so little versatility. You know, that way it's like you can't really build it up. For and me, one of my best products was one that you turned me on to, Queen. It was the NARS Tinted Moisturizer in exactly. St. Moritz. It's way so better beautiful. product. <clears throat> like, I mean, people get scared, I think, as well, you know, girls who maybe are like like a kind of more glam, heavier coverage look. And mm-hmm. they think, they hear like, oh God, a tinted moisturizer, no way. But actually it gives, there's definite like such no, opaque, really good like, co- coverage in it. Pigment and stuff. And like, it's so, for me, it is really glowy. And that was be- one that I found that it was always, celebrities always mentioned it. And that's really? why I bought it. Yeah. Okay. And Carla K. Artistry said she loved it. And I was like, okay. Because I know that she likes the same kind of face based yeah. stuff that I yeah, do. She does. But like, say, for example, right, that is, oh, I only have pounds for some reason. I think my VPN is on. But say we're talking pounds, right? So that is like 28 pounds, but then the skin tint is 20 pounds. So you're like, that's the weird thing about Glossier. It's so middle range that and you're it's like, tiny. The, um, the skin tint <clears> is a tiny and it's little half bottle. water. Yeah. So like, you're going to fly through the fucking shit. And also, like, you know, it's like how they said um, the likes of American Apparel went out of business because they were like middle range, right? So, mm. it, you know, it, it's basics, but middle range. So you're like, okay, buying a white t-shirt, you're like, okay, I'll go to Pennies and it's a fiver or maybe I'll go to Calvin Klein and it's like 45, but I know mm. it's like, you know, higher end. So then it's like, why would I buy one for 25 in American Apparel? And that's why those companies, and that's why I think Glossier, unless they kind of get their shit together, that's going to happen them. Yeah, for sure. They need like, like a br- another breakthrough product. I think like people went crazy for the boy brow. People went crazy for the blush. They need another breakthrough. Yeah, they need another skin product. I think like they need to like as in like I was thinking they should get into hair. Hair. I think that's a whole other yeah ball game. I, I would just love a little. That's when brands fuck up though as well when they're like, "No, we're doing hair." It's like just do one thing well, nail that. You I know think that their way? skin products aren't. Like, I mean, I like their serums, but like, yeah. The- no, I mean like skin, like foundation. I think they need a new foundation. They need to rethink that skin tint or like do one, like they need to do something else because like. The skin tint is so annoying because I watch, I love all their, and they need to like be consistent with their YouTube as well for fuck's sake. Like yeah. they're re- that really makes people like buy mm, their products. But I was like watching one where like or whatever. with Emily Weiss or whatever. And she's like, and then I put on the skin tint and she's like, I lash it on. And it's like. I don't like to buy a product where the person who made the product is saying that she lashes it on. When you see the tiny little bottle, you're like, oh, so I have to use a lot of that? That fucking stresses me out. How many yeah. times do I have to buy this a year? Especially like when Mac Face and Body, you can get it in twice a big bottle. You can get it in like a 60 mil bottle mm. and you can get it in like 25 shades or something. Yeah. You know that way or like so many more options when it's like, and there's more coverage in that. So it's like the skin tint is like, it's just what I remember watching like a when you know those YouTube channels where they like they're like scientists and I'm breaking down a product. Mm. They were talking about skin tint. They were like, all this is is like a regular mo- uh, foundation with more water in it. That's yeah. all it is. It's just water based foundation. So like, why would you buy that when you could buy something with a little bit more coverage and you can sh- always sheer out? You know. That but way? also with like the NARS moisturizer, tinted moisturizer, it's like water and foundation doesn't mix well like you need a mm-hmm. cream kind of lotiony base yeah. to kind of and like it has help SPF it. In it yeah it's the fact so that good. theirs doesn't have spf in it is actually shocking 
I guess like they want you to buy the SPF, which is good. That's a good product. Yeah, I like the SPF, but um, definitely that Nars tinted moisturizer mm. is just like it's. I love a product, especially because like I don't use brushes or anything like that. I love something that you can just pop a little bit on your fingertips mm-hmm. and go ham, and like it's on. Yeah, it's like, so rubbing nice. it all in like it blends really well, and you just don't have to like place it on your skin. You know the way. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like buffing in. Like you're just kind of going at it like. Mirroring it all over your face and you're done. Yeah. Um. Because I think my worst thing with makeup, I don't like doing face. I don't really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I love like you know when you're doing your makeup, like when my face and my bronzer and all is done. That's when I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Then I kind of like it's a bit more fun doing the brows and whatever. Um. Also, just my Rimmel, um, liner has served me so well. My little Rimmel, I think it's it's the really thin brush. Oh yeah, you've used that one for fucking years. For years, it's just like. I just there's something about my winged eyeliner when I have it on I just feel like you can't mess with me <laughs> she's going back to girl boss vibes I am coffee cigarette eyeliner literally done like, bad bitch has been activated don't come for me when my wings are on <laughs> it's so don't gross. talk to me unless my wings are on I'm flying I feel like superwoman with my wings. And it's like they're so sharp and they just like make me feel fab. And then I have like the overdrawn lip and I just feel like I could take over the world. The world. It is the um, our iconic look. And it just kind of, it just, yeah, it makes me feel like I love the like put your game face on and like Mm. that kind of thing. So it kind of just makes me feel like I can do anything with my wings and my overdrawn lip. Um, so to end off, do you want to talk about Emrata's book? I'm so excited yeah, for it. So We're obviously needing to do a little book club, girlies. Emrata has said that, well, I think wasn't, I think that article maybe that she wrote that we did a dramatic reading of, I think that might've been some sort of teaser. I can't remember. I think it was too. Yeah. Cause I think they were an like, excerpt, cause it was, we yeah, cause it was like an, an essay. So I'm going to read the, uh, Amazon description. Okay. A deeply honest investigation of what it means to be a woman and a commodity from Emily Redekowski, an archetypal multi-hyphenate celebrity of our time. So her book is called Guess. Oh, I I, I have no idea. (laughs) My body. (laughs) So Emily Redekowski is an acclaimed model and actress, an engaged political progressive, a formidable entrepreneur, a global social media phenomenon, and now a writer rocketing to world fame at age 21. Radikowski sparked both in both praise and furor with the provocative display of her body as an unapologetic statement of feminist empowerment. The subsequent evolution of her thinking about our culture's commodification of women is the subject of this book. My body is a profoundly personal exploration of feminism, sexuality, and power of men's treatment of women and of women's rationalizations for accepting that treatment. These essays chronicle moments from Radikowski's life while investigating the culture's fetishization of girls and female beauty, its obsession with our contempt for women's sexuality, the perverse dynamics of the fashion and film industries, and the grey area between consent and abuse. Nuance, unflinching, and insensitive, my body marks the debut of a fierce writer brimming with courage and intelligence. I'm fucking dying. It's 250 pages long. Uh, and I'm dying. I'm truly so excited to read this book. I am shocked. Like what I fucking am intrigued to read about this book, right? Is like 
I don't get you. I don't understand. Like you're talking about like the sexualization of the female body, which is what she constantly does. And, I, and I'm like, what are you? What, what's your point here? That the body yeah. shouldn't be sexualized, but that's how you made your damn money, bitch. My, you're like totally. My weird thing with Emily Ratajkowski, Ratatata, as we call is that like she's so unrelatable, and she doesn't see it. Like. The girl does not see that she is the most un, possibly the most unrelatable woman on this planet. Okay, not only is she like strikingly beautiful, like mm-hmm. unbelievable looking, her body is like the most banging thing ever that she insists is provided by pizza and spaghetti. You know yeah. that way and Peace she, I'm bad with my boyfriend Totally. She also lives this like Carrie Bradshaw life where like you don't really know much about her like. Job. Yeah, like even just her like background. Like I know modeling, but like what? How did you make all this money? And then she like meets this guy and like, you know, he's like the, he's like this cool movie producer. He did like uncut gems and like she's like collecting art. And they get married after six fucking weeks. And she's wearing a Zara mustard suit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you're so unrelatable, but you don't see it. Like I love an unrelatable moment you know like I can that's why like in a way I kind of respect the Kardashians and I'm like they know they're not relatable like yeah they are living they're doing shit like in the middle of pandemic like posing in fucking Maui it's like they know that they like their lives or like Kim being like I rented the island for my 40th birthday you know yeah they fully realize I think that they are comp- like they're on a different level of celebrity but Emily Radikowski for some reason has this like yeah, the, the Kardashians aren't trying yeah, to be relatable. with, yeah. They're being aspirational, this kind of like. They're trying to, and they're not trying to excuse. They're like, oh no, but we got everyone to be tested before. Yeah, or like Kim's not being like the commodification of my body. When realistically her body's probably one of the most commodified in the world. Totally, yeah. I mean like. And Emily she self-commodifies it by putting herself in all of her ads, making that, f- remember she made that body bottle of perfume. Yeah, like, like the kind the of Jean Paul So it's like, either do it and own it, or be against it, but like, but like she's doing it, owning it because that's clearly like how she first of all got like famous. Yeah. But then she's kind of putting, pointing blame at like men. I'm assuming, or like people for sexualizing the body that she like. I don't understand what your point. Do you, do, I get it. I really do. You like being naked and you like taking photos of your naked body. Whether I would. <laughs> I look like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, hell. and your husband doesn't seem to mind. Fair play. And it's all good in the hood, baby. But like, why are you then going on about it and making it this big, like, sexualization of this body, this body? It's like, it is, I don't know. Does she want the whole world to be like a nudist world where we just accept nudity? I don't know. Mm, yeah, I mean, like the nudity thing, I guess her, her, I, and I, again, that's why I'm going to be interested to see like what her thesis is around this. But like, you know, the nudity thing is like, I guess her whole thing is like, ju- you've just been conditioned to see my body as sexual when like my body is like hyper feminine and like incredible and like powerful. Not my words, what I'm presuming hers are mm. from what I've seen from her Instagram And captions. especially when she's talking about like, yeah, from her like pregnancy yeah. Insta captions. I've only like, that's like her, her past uh, kind of oove of work is just Instagram captions. So that's all I can really base it off that yes. and that one essay. And I can tell she's an incredible writer. But yeah. like, I mean, in terms of like my body, I just find it so fucking tone deaf. Yes, your body is sexualized, but like there's men, like you're lucky to fucking be in a healthy body that's making a bit, like that's able to like make a baby that's like really slim, that's 
giving you this fucking job mm. because it's like up to the beauty standards of like you know today or whatever mm-hmm. you have tits you have that weird like line down your stomach <laughs> yeah you know, your that, stomach goes it's concave <laughs> yeah and like now you're pregnant and you're gonna be like f- straight back to that weird line as soon as that baby pops out like it's your body is not a fucking issue people she'll have claim like the line is a stretch mark what she'll claim the line is a stretch mark my tiger is straight. <laughs> My husband loves them. He loves to come all over them. But um, yeah, it's just like shut the fuck up going on about your body when there's people out there who like have diseases or you know the way like or no just make it a bit. It's just like the body conversation is just so overdone. Do you want to hear what Lena Dunham, her bestie, her review is? Okay. Emily has captured with the ac- acuity. Acuity. How the fuck do you say that word? Of an early Joan Didion investigation, investigating the culture of California and complicated terrain of having a body people want to sell and having her own agenda, she refuses to give up. Her prose by turn, uh, her prose by turns, honey smooth and vicious, uproarious and wounded. She knows the pain that lives in every woman, and she isn't afraid to link arms and say that she's been there and that it hurts. (laughs) <laughs> oh shut up She knows the pain That's lived in every woman This is the book Every woman Trying to place their body On the map of consumption Versus control And every woman Who wants to do better And understand her impulses It left me much changed Lena Dunham Like I'm so over this conversation <laughs> Like Lena Dunham Who's been through Like endometriitis And all this like Difficult shit With her own body mm. Is now like Praising this bitch And saying that she's Known the pain of every woman Like unless she's gonna Come out with some Well they're besties So I mean it's very biased But I mean yeah, yeah Like Lena Dunham At least like Has gone through all this shit Has Didn't she have to get Like a hysterectomy Yeah She also was she, You know She would be naked on girls And people would literally Be in uproar Because her body like Isn't the Yeah like we, we saw the whole Like Jonah Hill thing This week Where like mm. he was Photographing Daily Mail And everyone's like This is wrong It's like oh really You care now That they want to do it For a fucking lad When they've been doing it For girls Since the beginning Of the media Like yeah. they always would like Post like Lizzo And everyone's like Oh god Lizzo can't get her Freaking bought out Without everyone being like Look at you You confident queen It's like Why does she have to be confident like, And like people Like I felt I felt That that uh, Jonah Hill thing Made me feel bad For Lena Dunham as well I love Lena Dunham Like that girl She does have hold She's it. selling her house Is she? Yeah. Interesting She holds I, I have a soft spot for her I think Girls was amazing I like girl, her Girls was such a Well written fucking show And her book Is so her funny Her book is like I actually was not expecting that I randomly picked it up In a charity shop And it's, it's fucking cracked It's brilliant people. Maybe it's we should so do a book funny. review Of that as well After she's Emily a, yeah. yeah She's a great writer she's a great you know? writer. And she does Like she really uh, She annoys some people But like I find her Very charming Yeah Um. And like yeah Like Lena Dunham Like during gar- Girls And like during Like loads of her like appearances and films and she always got known as like the kind of fat girl who showed off her body it's disgusting and the state of her she's dying to show off her body and then like mm. the Jonah Hill thing just I mean like the Jonah Hill thing people were like mainly praising his caption for and I'm like even though you and I and like admittedly so we rag on like the body the kind of like commodification of like body confidence and body mm. positivity and blah 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 um which isn't to say that no one should feel confident in their own body no matter their size it's just the like kind of the instagrammableness of it has just kind of gone a bit like well the constant saturated. talking about a body which is just like that's in its physical though. form yeah so but i did feel like kind of weird that i was like so jonah hill gets like instantly praised across social media mm. when like realistically as you said like lizzo and stuff like she could post something about her body and all it really sparks is 
um, oh, should have a debate. Yeah. A debate as well. Though. About like, health. It's, it's not health. It's not healthy. And then it's like, but no one did that from what I could see of Joan uh, of Jonah Hill. No one was like, but he's not healthy. Everyone's like, no, he's on a surfboard. Very healthy man. Look, he's doing great. And like, I'm delighted. I mean, it was a cute little caption. I felt bad for him. And I do feel bad that like, he obviously went through like being the fat joke, which I thought was like, oh, yeah. I could totally see that. But then you were like known as like the jovial fat man. And like, it yeah. gave him such a complex, but he is a cutie too. He I, is a cutie. I have a soft spot for and him. And I don't, like, it's not against him. It's just no. that like they do that to women all the time. And when there are the types of guys like Jonah Hill, what do we, they get called dad bod and it's hot, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I just, I find Emily insufferable. And I was like, <laughs> uh, We're going to give it a fair review though. We'll give it a fair review. Because I'm intrigued in this like constant conversation about like her and her body and it like, you know, it being a product, but it's mine. It's like, I mean, I I understand that that must feel weird to kind of, but I, I do think like she has her own swimwear line, just like Kim Kardashian, where she uses herself and like she does sexual poses. Like there's plenty, we see Roz Purcell doing these like non-sexual poses while showing off her body. So there's ways to like show your body Without, in a non-sexual yeah. way, but Emily only chooses to show it in a sexual way. So I don't think it's other people's perception of her just being the sexual being. Like she could definitely desexify her image, but she doesn't because it's her product and it's her money. Yeah. So just and that's what I'm interested in. Deal I'm, with that. I'm, I agree with you. I'm interested in knowing like what her theory is around that. Like, cause I'm for people, if you want to self-sexualize, that's grand. That's your mm. own idea. Or your own like bodily autonomy, you know, the way you can present your body, whatever mm-hmm. way you fucking want. Um, but I'm trying to, I really am to trying do to, it and then complain about it and say that that's not what she's doing. It's just well, very, to do, yeah, to do it and then be like, I'm constantly sexualized. It's like, but you also constantly sexualize yourself. And you made a good point, Caroline's, yeah. about like, you know, you don't owe, like, if you want to desexualize yourself, there's ways to go about that. And yeah, you could make it, you could maybe argue about, like, well, why is one thing seen sexual and blah, blah, blah. You know, you could go down this whole academic route of, like, you know, Because we're not constantly it. sexual. Like, Emily Ratatata is definitely not always sexy. Mm. You know, there's, like, even the most beautiful women in the world are, like, you know, they don't, no one is always sexy. Yeah, no, of course not. You know, so, like, but she just chooses to show that. So that's grand. But, like, well, it's... I am dying to read this I'm book. I'm going to eat that book up. Multi hyphenate celebrity. Yep. <laughs> we Highly are, intelligent. Are we multi hyphenate podcasters? Yes. yes I think are. so. Okay, girls. Um, Pre ordered the book with us. Yeah, we're going to be <laughs> little book club. I don't mind giving her the money for it if it gives me some lulls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I can't wait to read excerpts. Okay, bye, gal. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.